What it do, what it do, what it do. You know who it is, if you're listening to this. It's your boy, Pharaoh Mo, in the building. And normally, I would have some guys with me, but unfortunately, they're not here with me right now. We're going to get to that here in a second. But this is Everything Under the Sun, Season 6. Grand opening. Now, I know uh, it's been a minute. You know, last time you heard from us, you know, you heard our bonus episodes. You know, that was just some shit that we uh, would throw out there here and there. You know, whenever we just felt the need to just to keep our names out there. Just so y'all remember, it's everything under the sun. And, um, you know, a lot of things have been changed from the finale to now. Uh Usually, you know, like I said, I have two other people with me. Kelly Kale, shout out to Kelly Kale, shout out to Aaron Eyes, my nigga Aaron Eyes. They're no longer on the on the uh, podcast right now due to, you know, they uh, have a, you know, they're in a new chapter in their lives because they're a family. Uh, they have a child that's now in college, so he's playing college ball. That takes a lot of time. And they also have a young son, you know, young, my, 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 my young boy. You know, shout out to the young, young Jay Vizzle. He, they play, he plays football too. So, you know, they're, they're taking care of home, taking care of family. And that's all well and good. You know, they're always EUTS forever. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's going to be hard to work some things out. So, you know, they set out the season, but this is going to be the last season. You know what I'm saying? Especially for me, because, you know, this is, uh, a good start, you know, it was, a, it was a thought, like I said, you know, from the beginning, me and my friend Eric Matthews, we came up with the idea of everything under the sun based off of we would, uh, you know, wake up in the morning and we would always gym. Our thing was gymming. We always went to the gym early in the morning. And before we went, we would smoke a blunt and, um, you know, always have ESPN on. And get into, you know, deep conversations. And we'd always get into deep conversations based off of what's going on on ESPN. And that would always turn into something which would turn into a two-hour conversation about a whole different type of shit. Which made us come up with this. Which is why we're here now. Um, shout out to him. You know, shout out to E with a Q. Make us do what it do. Um, but yeah. Uh, as As time went on. I got a lot of love from everybody. You know, I appreciate it and everything. But uh, (laughs) behind the scenes, man, niggas don't know. Like, there was so many. There there was a lot of shit that went behind us. A lot of fights that almost happened. A lot of arguments. A lot of um, things that shouldn't have been what it was. But it was. And um, it never was intended to be that. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we've grown and came past that. But at the same time, things, some things are just, they just are what they are. And they'll get better. But salute to everybody that's been a part of the show since. Now, being that this is season six, and I'm going to be going solo dolo for the most part. You know, I might have a, a special guest uh, host Maybe, 
But for the most part, it's going to be me. But six episodes and, and that's it. We're done. But I got some surprises for y'all. But on the, uh, I, don't, I don't want to be long with it. I don't want to take too much of your time. But today, I got a, I got a special friend that I want y'all to meet. You know what I'm saying? I, was, uh, I had the pleasure to meet him probably about uh, probably like a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, he's been a good, he's been a good dude, man. He's, he's been showing me the ways, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to call him my old head, but he's, he's, he's kind of like my old head, but he's, I don't, I don't consider him old. You know what I'm saying? He's just teaching me some things. He's letting me know, you know what I mean? He's schooling me to the game. He's let me, you know what I mean? He's taught me a lot of things about himself. You know what I mean? Told me a lot of things. And um, whenever we came up on the whole process of trying to get him on the show, and talk about some stuff. He told me a lot. And I'm like, God damn, niggas don't even know. <laughs> niggas don't even know. And, and you know, um, I, for real, honestly, I'm just blessed and, and, honored, and honored to be able to be around a lot of people that are just like this. You know what I'm saying? This is just one of many. But people don't know. I, I'm, I've been blessed to be around a lot of people and, and touch many shoulders. You know, I'm not trying to brag about it. Nothing but... It's a blessing. Every day is a blessing. You know, you never know who you might rub shoulders against. But I got somebody special here that y'all might not know. But if you know, you know. This man's name is... Now, when I say his name, you you might think I'm... I'm this is a rap name or uh, this is just a moniker or... Oh, he, who does he think he is? No, nah, this, is, this is this man's name. <laughs> this is this man's name. It's tough. I want to bring to y'all my man, Vincent Savior, to EUTS. Hey, shout, shout out to my man, Ben. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm sore, but I'm all right. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that I can get you on, man. It's, it's, I know every time we come on and, you know, every time I come over, <laughs> I, 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 I somewhere tend to plug... Hey, uh, everything under the sun, like a podcast. Yes, you should come on. Tend to plug that in. Always plugged it. Always. And you know, every time I come over, you always say some shit that intrigues me to be like, yo, you need to come on the show. So now that you're on, I want to give the people what I see and you, you know what I mean? Exactly. So tell so 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 tell everybody about yourself. Like who? Like we want to know. Um, um so where are you from? I'm from Beltsuber. Beltsuber. Pittsburgh, PA, basically. Um, Where'd you go to school? Carrick High School. Carrick High School? Graduated from Westchester University. What, where is it? Westchester? Yes, yes. Now, where is Westchester at? That sounds like... It's... it's. Um, I want to say... It's right next to downtown PA, Exton, PA. It's off of Business 30. Okay. That area. Um, well, close to Delaware. Okay, Honestly, uh, all right, all it's, right. It's really close to Delaware. Um, it's very, it's right near Lincoln University, Oxford, PA, Coatesville. But almost kind of Philly area, sure. Um, we would be considered Westchester. Westchester would be considered Harrisburg, of, Philly. In no, the middle. No, 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 no. It's basically two routes. It's basically um, two hundred two Schuylkill Expressway, right down in South Street. Um, it's literally, it's like driving from. Cannonsburg to downtown Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. That's how it's uh, the suburbs of basically Philly, you might as well say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, that makes sense because I have an uncle. Well, 
you know, God rest his soul, he's now deceased. You know what I'm saying? My uncle Greg, he was a he was a detective down in Philly. Okay. He lived in Ben Salem, and okay. uh, from Philly that's to there, that's it's like the main line, kinda. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so I, I I get it, but yeah, man. Like I only been to Philly once. Mm, I liked nothing. it. <laughs> you ain't missing nothing. Yeah, uh, you're not missing it. You're not missing anything. The way Philly is now, the way Philly was back in the day, you know, it was an experience for me coming from Pittsburgh, the inner city, not knowing what it's like outside. Right. You know, and going there, it opened my eyes a lot to just different racial profiles. Of, I don't say racial, racial profiles, but different, um, what's the word I want to say? Different races. Backgrounds. Backgrounds, everything. Um, it, it was new to me. It was like outside world. You know, like back in the day, I remember when I was a kid, like just going to like Castle Shannon from, you know, from from, yeah. down, from Belt Super to Castle Shannon or to South Park. That was like out of town. Difference, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, it's, it's right there. It's 10 minutes. Yeah. So basically it... It was a learning experience, you know, um, but I adapted. Of course, Philly niggas don't like Pittsburgh niggas. Not at all. Not at all. That's, um, yeah. They think we're weird. We think they're dirty. Um, who wears boots during the summer? Well, that's New York, but yeah. Philly niggas do that shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, culture-wise, it opened my eyes a lot. It really did. Um, the one greatest thing that I can say by going up there, I got a chance to play with Rip Hamilton when he was at Coastville in high school. Just pick up basketball and I got to see him play Kobe Bryant at the Palestra. Oh shit. And um the PIL playoffs, Coastal versus Lower Merriam. Right, right. And I'm, that tells you right there the 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 things that opened my eyes. I, a kid whose dad was an NBA lived lived a good life to a kid who lived in Coatesville, considered somewhat of the inner city, even though it's their own city, it's Coatesville, it's a city. And it's dominantly black. But it's, you know, somewhat low income, but you wouldn't know that because there's a lot of land. Right. And literally, no, because it's on uh, Route 30 and Business 30 is right next to it. So it's different cultures. And to see them now retired from the NBA and God rest their soul, Kobe Bryant, that, that's crazy. It's right, right. It's probably crazy for you because, like, you actually seen it. You lived it. And yeah, you're they like, did the shit. You're like... Damn, you're retired. Yeah, the yeah, shit they did in high school, them niggas was doing that shit. And you can remember it. Yeah, That's the crazy thing. It. Yeah, it was weird then. Now you see why, but that shows you how strong some black men are when they have the right support system behind them. Right. You know, a lot of people don't have that growing up. Some do, some fuck it up. Now, now, now I want to say this, though, because being that you're from around here, mm-hmm. and, and it's because, it's like, Pennsylvania's a big state. It's a, when you're over here... We all know what it is here. When you get to the middle of the state, I feel like it's we all area. have an idea of what it is there. Yeah, but you don't because it's a lot of it's a lot of land in the middle of the state of Pennsylvania. People right. hunt a lot and a lot of mountains. And also the fact of and this is a uh I'm this is something that everyone always says, Pittsburgh is so far behind on everything. You know. They are on style and music. Like, you know, growing up you see things you see things in the world where music evolved sports evolved and just like the fact of the first computer ever touched I was in middle school and it was all about like this thing of a turtle like I grew up in an area where it's like you didn't need a cell phone there wasn't cell phones 
Right. Like, it, it was like, you remember a number, you go to a payphone, you put a quarter in, you can talk to my motherfucker as long as you want. Or you can have them or call like, you have back. Call or like, have them call you back. Or hey, call me right back. Right. Going. Nowadays, they took that away. It's like, it's weird the way society forces. Functions. Not functions. Well, it forces you to function in a way. In a way where they're dictating you how you are. And that's probably what the topic we want to go back and talk about because either you with it or you ain't. Yeah. And some people just don't got it. Don't yeah, right. Exactly. That's what it all boils down to. So when you graduated uh Westchester. Westchester, what did you do after that? Like what was your like did you go into uh like a a field of business or I had a business marketing degree. Didn't I did a internship at Penn Tank Lines. It was in Malvern PA. Okay. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was out of my element. Um, ended up getting hired. Got let go in a year because of my um, niggerisms. Because it was an all-white company. I was only right, right. And, you know, there was a lot of racial tension for me because I'm, I'm outspoken. I mean, I'm respectful, but at the same time, tit for tat. So they weren't down with it. They let me go. If I had known what I know now... I'd probably be Played the system. I played the system, mm-hmm. which sometimes playing the system gets you burned. It, it, right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Maybe people might look at you like, oh, this is Uncle Tom ass nigga, but it's like. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's damn, it's bad enough they say that shit about me now because the way I speak. Dog, you know? I, and I get that a lot. And it's like, bro, like, I get it. But at the same time, like. Uh, we don't suppose. I, 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 I went to fucking. I went to a can of Mac, man. I, I, English. They taught English, bro. Like, they. they you know, they're they're not no slouches when it comes to education, yeah. you know, so like But they consider that actually parts of Canon excuse me. Parts of Cannonsburg is like country. Yeah, it is. You know it's and, very country. And a lot they don't realize uh, there's a lot of black families out there that have land, you know, but still treated a certain way. Right. And then you have I've seen it firsthand because I lived in both parts of Canon Mac. You know what I'm saying? I lived in the country part mm-hmm. and I lived right in Cannonsburg. You know what I'm saying? I went to both parts. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to see it. And I had friends on both sides. I was able to make friends on both sides because I knew everybody. Best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? So when it came to high school, it was real tough because I knew everybody. You know what I mean? I had a name I had a name for myself, especially like not only with the students and shit, but with their parents. Because they always they all knew me. Right. You know what I mean? Played Little Max, everything. So it made it hard. I, I don't want to say I made it hard, but... To have enemies, like, yeah, yeah, people hate. You know what I'm saying? No, I, no, I, I don't, no, I don't no. know who enemy is because like they're acting one way towards me, but like they're acting another way towards all my friends, and my friends ain't too bad. At least that you know of. That right, yeah. but at the same time, it was it was real weird, man. Like, but hopefully it's a little bit better. But it's a it's a growing school. It's different. It's de- it's definitely fucking different. You know. Yeah, you know, because because like I, I get a lot of things like when when people be like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "Cansburg." Oh, like oh, like little country ass school. Yeah, but they also throw you into the Washington. Well, buggy, Washington cats. Right, because it's all Washington cat. Like, because when you cause when you think of Washington County, Cannonsburg, Houston, Washington, you don't think of McGuff. You don't think of all, none no, of these other shit. Stuff, no. But it, it it goes down, even though it's country. But it's it's oh. nothing to glorify or nothing. But it. it Dumb shit goes down, unfortunately. <laughs> Unfucking fortunately. But, anyways, so you know you you had that job and everything. What happened after that? Because I know you told me something about football. Well, you, you went back to football, or you did something with football. I started playing ball again and started playing semi-pro, and it, 
there was a lot of good things by it. But after a while... What it, teams you play for, semi-pro? Oh, Jesus. Colts? Pittsburgh Colts? No. No, golf. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, he was downplaying at Canada Mac. No. Um, the, I played for... Oh, Jesus Christ, it's going to make me go back because it's been like nine years since I've actually played. Um, I'm going to say it was Pittsburgh Bulldogs. Um, I coached for I coached also for the um, Pennsylvania Jaguars. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I definitely heard of them. Um, uh, what was the other squad? Jesus Christ, Pittsburgh Rangers. Pops to them. Um, it was just a lot of animosity. A lot of grown men who felt that they should do better instead of like being developed and learning and trying to get to be a nucleus of a family. It just got out of hand. It was a headache. You don't. You're not getting paid. It's just the love of the game. Ego. Ego, and as I say, egos will kill anything, and that's what happened. Either you want to deal with this shit, or you just walk away. And I just kind of walked away. You know, everybody says, "Oh, Vince, go coach some, you know, pop one or whatever, coach kids in high school." I don't want to deal with the parents. Uh, football is different now. It's not the same. It's not the same, right? You know, I wish I had the things that these kids have now when it comes to football, different camps, seven on seven stuff, because they get to branch out and do a lot. We had none of that shit going on. No, we didn't. You know, we didn't have it. We just had to look forward to two-a-day camps and the season. If that. If that. Right, if that. If that. If that. So, I just, I don't know, bro. I just ended up just falling back. You know, everybody gets depressed. Everybody goes through crazy shit, and it happened to me. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I'm just me. I, was, I used to be quiet. That's the funny thing. A lot of people, like, laugh about that. Like, what, you used to be quiet? Yeah. And then, I don't know, one day, I think puberty hit me. <laughs> and I just turned into who I am now, and I probably intimid- intimidate a lot of people because they know I don't give two, two fucks. fucks. Yeah, because as you get older, you know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck it. It's, it's, it's that and the shit that you have to, you have to deal with. And deal with. Yeah, it's like I don't got time for this. No. You know what I'm saying? Just no, might as well just come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just come be because at some point. We're going to come back to this. I might as well just let you know how I feel right now. Get so it. Get it. Get it out the way. Get it. You know, I feel get you. It. I feel you. So Yeah, but other than that, I mean, shit's different now. You know, you got to watch who you talk to, who you be around, who's in your, who's in your circle. Like, you everything. Know, you got to watch everything. And at this time of age, you shouldn't fucking have to. This day and age, you shouldn't have to. Right. Like... It's kind of un. It's kind of weird. It's like everyone. If you have a personality, if you talk, it's like somehow Facebook became word. It became gospel. It, it, right. Facebook, but social media became gospel, yeah, which crazy. is something I don't like personally. You know what I'm saying? Because like again, that's all fucking government. Me, but. yeah, yeah. But like me and you, like I'm I'm old enough or young enough to not know. Not or not be within the social media aspect, but still old enough to be like, yo, this is this is a new way for me. You know what I mean? For you know what I mean, this is what my generation came up with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 weird because I still know how how I, I knew how to operate in the old ways. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my Facebook was pick up the, the house phone. Oh, we got three way calling on this motherfucker. Let me call my homeboy. <laughs> Hit him up. Hey, yeah. hey, what we going to do on Friday? Hey, let's link up. Hey, call, what's called on your throat? Because I'm already using my shit. Oh, yeah. okay. Then, nigga, by the end of the night, we already got like 15, 20 motherfuckers on the line from three-way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Niggas got crazy, beeps man. and we bring them in. You know what I'm saying? Our, 
My Facebook is different. Until your mom and dad told you to get off the phone. Get off the... Right. They pick up the other line. Get, hey, hey, it's time to get off the phone. Like hey, and hey, and that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> then, hey, then we... we hey, you, you know what time to call when they go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's hey. not that. They take your, fam- your family turn the ringer off, and you get to school, and niggas be clowning you. Right. Oh, your mom turns the ringer <laughs> off. But you had to go to bed. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, if you're listening, you know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? So, you, hey, la- laughing, you know what I'm saying? Like... You you remember, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. If y'all fuck remember that's just the, like fuck the street lights when they come on when you in the house is a whole different entity. Whole different entity. You know, don't call after nine o'clock, especially Bro, school night. My may my parents was on it. Yo, I used to dim the I used to turn down the ringer. Oh, I turned off all the phones until they created fucking cordless phones. Dog, listen, I unplugged all the phones except for the cordless. Yeah. Except for the cordless. I, I hid that motherfucker so the only thing that was ringing was the cordless and that thing was on low. I had yep. it on the low ring unless under the pillow. People, unless your people have to use a phone, you should ask that. Mm-hmm. That yep. was me. My you dad was always on the phone because he was a deacon. You know, he had to set up everything for like, you know, Bible study during the week and all that. And they would call. And I'm like, what? if you go to church, if you're talking all this, you know, talk about what you got to talk about, why are you on a damn phone? It sounds like you're preaching. Get the fuck off the phone. Right. But still, of course, that was what was in my head. It didn't come out of my mouth because I had to go outside and pick a switch. Mm-hmm. So that didn't happen. Absolutely. But no, um, as you get older, I'm 46 years old now, um, Aquarius, you know, um, I, I, I look at life as it comes to me, you know, as it, life isn't, <laughs> it's growing up, people have their lives planned out. Right. Some black folks don't get that, don't get that choice. But at the same time, you get a way of being able to plan but there's all the man's always trying to keep you down as they say but at the same time if you're strong will strong willed and know what you want to do it's not a problem right you always have setbacks always there's always going to be setbacks yeah. like if you talk to anybody that's successful or anything everybody got setbacks everybody everybody took a loss oh. everybody took a loss you know what i'm saying Even i hate Pimps these people <laughs> I, I hate these people that i'd be like oh i ain't never took a loss i'm, I'm this that no, nah, everybody took a loss. Because they're spoon-fed. That's right. Why. Everybody took a loss, man. And even... We're lucky. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I hate that, personally, that people don't keep it real enough to be real with each other. To have a better... Pretty much have better relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Some people can't handle that. Like, I feel like if people kept it real with one another... There would be a lot of better relationships. There wouldn't be like misunderstandings or beef because I feel like most of the beef that goes on with anybody is pretty much a misunderstanding or a lack of communication. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of like I, I've seen that actually recently. And what? Uh... Within you know what I'm saying? Just within people, and it's like, and and they would talk to me, and it's like, yo, this sounds like y'all y'all's not communicating or. Y'all trying, y'all, y'all trying to communicate through somebody, and I get it. They need to get it. You know what I'm saying? Because that person might be saying something. They might be saying the right thing, but they might say that one thing that might kind of egg that shit on or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of... I noticed a lot of that. I guess, they call, I guess they, white people call that gaslighting. Yes. I, I just... I, and, and it's crazy. I just learned about gaslighting and anger management probably a year and a half ago. But it's crazy how, like, it's created... Why is gaslighting created? Who created it? But a lot of women say men gaslight them. 
No, I believe it, you know, you set that shit up, bitch. <laughs> you set it up that way, so yeah. you have something to fall back on. But at the same time, you know what? Gaslighting goes both ways. It, it, you know what I'm saying? No, no matter how, like, to what degree, like, it, right. it could be at the smallest degree because women do it. They they do it a lot, but it's more subtle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's bit by bit. They don't, they don't, they're, they're not like well, men. It depends on what type you're with. Right. They, they they don't take the huge bites no. immediately. You know what I'm saying? It's real little bit by bit, but there's gaslighting involved. When we do it, I think we just had enough and it's like, you know what, this is what's gonna happen and this, this is, is what, what we're doing. Let it go. <laughs> but yeah, gaslighting happens between both parties and it shouldn't. And yeah. that's that's a communication problem. We'll get to that later on another episode. <laughs> Anyways, so Back to back to football. I, I know you, football. You, you, you you told me about. Uh, didn't you play some professional? How'd you get in the professional ball? It was just a tryout, um, and it was for the Washington Redskins. It was a while ago, and it was something to do. How did? But how did you get a try? Like niggas don't like, know. Well, because when you go through the developmental league, like semi pro, there's always scouts. There's always someone, and yeah, you gotta pay a couple hundred dollars to do it. Right. You know, for a registered um, agent and. It was cool. It was an experience. It was an experience. I, 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 mean, I was football was done for me, but it was an experience, and I liked it. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, pop one, pop off. Next, right? But I ended up playing semi pro. Met a lot of good people. Lot of, met a lot of fucked up people in the semi pro world. But at the same time, you live and learn. You know, um, I tore my quad in two thousand thirteen on my left Shit. leg. So that was like my. Playing football was like my anger management out. Like, it helped me. It helps you. Excuse me. It helped me get through trials and tribulations, my anger. Because I kind of suffered from anger, anger issues at one point. But right. That, yeah, I feel that. What black man doesn't. But, you know, I got through it. Did the right things in life. And here I am. You know, I'm not perfect. And if someone says they are perfect, you're the devil. But <laughs> at the same time, I digress. But I feel that... um I mean, my story is told by many black men in different ways. You know, can't compare, but the stress level, the strength, the the being alone, the like doing it all by myself type shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's done it in different ways. Different ways, you know, right. You can't compare, but at the same time, you know, life was hard for a while. You know, I put myself in situations that I should never have done or did or not admit to, but... As I say, I digress. I learned. I'm older. Right. You know, went to jail a couple times. Nothing, nothing volatile. Nothing sexual. Nothing deviant like that. Right. Like, just simple, basic. Fucked up. And fucked up shit. Got, got yeah. It. Going back on probation and all that stuff. And mm-hmm, I got through all that shit and said, you know what? I'm gonna get my life right. And it took a while. Huh. Talking about setbacks. Like you take ten steps forward, and then taking twenty steps back. And it happens in life. And if you don't learn from them. You're not human. Right. Some people give up. Some people just find something else. Some people just go to someone else and fuck their life up. Well, some people judge people off of that because people, sure. like, like you have people that get it right. They might not get it right the first time. Right. They might not get it right the second time. Well, some people get it right because Some people help. get it right that third time. That third time might be, the, you know, and then they might look at you like, oh, how come you can't do Everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Correct. 
Nobody went through the same strife or 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 ordeals you might have. You might have went through something a little bit easier than somebody might have had to go through. That's my whole point. You know what I'm saying? Like people, I hate when people try to compare their shit to other people's shit because you don't, you never know. No, you never know. You never, never you, know. You, you and never a lot know. of people do that. A lot of people compare. Like even when it comes to, um, you know, I guess being successful, people try to compare being their success to another person's success, but you can't because... Who defines success? I could be a a low. I, I I could have nothing compared to what the next nigga got. Correct. But I could have all my bills paid, my shit in order, and everything. Do all that shit. And, still have no money. And, 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 and still, yeah, still have no money, but all my shit's taken care of, and I could be still be successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could still be successful. Got right. a good job. You know what I'm saying? You can still you can still do it, but it's all about perception. I don't know, man. It's, it's it's tough out here, man. Western Pennsylvania tough. is a tough fucking tough. place. You know what I'm saying? And people's mind frames are fucked up. But there's Shit. there's some good people out here. There are a lot of good people out a here. A lot of good people out here. Always. So, there's a question oh boy. that I ask everybody that comes on the show. And I feel like you're going to give me the type of answer that I feel like... You're going to want. Uh, well, not, not that I want, but I feel like you're going to say... Because you're 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 a person of a certain age, and no, no, I, I say that respectfully because, like I, I said, my sister's nine years older than me, and that's who I that's who I you know what I mean right. My, that's how I knew about fucking all the shit. Right, right, right. You know, so tell hey. me who's your top five rappers of all time? Of all time, or now, you know, whichever top whichever five. floats floats in. Why is this a typical black question? Um. Top rappers of all time. Is, does it matter what order? It doesn't matter the order. Okay, because I wouldn't be able to put them in order. One, Nas. Two, Pac, of course. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can say Biggie, but at the same time, he wasn't here long enough. Right. Um, so that's three. Um, shit, man. Rakim, Eric B, eh, but Rakim carried. Rakim, yeah. Um, and I got one more, huh? Honestly, my fuckers might hate, but I'm gonna say LL. Like LL's one of my, yeah, he's one of my personal top five. LL favorites. had LL had hood niggas trying to be sweet. Sweet, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and he wasn't no, you know what I mean? On the street, he wasn't a pushover. But you don't. But the thing about it is, you don't know. You don't. You know he's not. He's, He's not talk, tough talking on the mic. He's not. No, a but gangster. you don't know anything. Like they don't. Have you ever noticed they don't? There's no story about LL's backstory, his bio. They, right. They don't talk about LL and family and where he came from. Like some of these. Some, well, some I, of I read the book. I read the book. I read the, his autobiography a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I mean, I I know, but like you don't hear it out there. There's a reason. Come on, like, but if that's the case, then why all these? Not these little young rappers, but some of the rappers that have made themselves successful, their whole bio comes up. They want to know who they with, where they came from. But for some reason, it's kind of crazy. No one talks about LL. Yeah. No one talks about Jay Z. He'd say he used to sell drugs and do this, that, and the other. But where's the proof? Oh, I'm no. not saying the same line or anything. Oh People yeah. People handle their business differently. Yeah. But at the same time, like money shuts people up. Or if you sold your fucking soul, I mean, when's the last time LL came out with an album? 
Oh well, I come mean, on, man. I mean, I'm just—he's—I mean, he's an actor now. I mean, right? Gotta, but, but still, you have to think about it. All these cats from other love and music, music change, and we call them—you know—sellouts. Yeah, and it's—it's it's not. I'm not saying that at all. It's just the fact that this is all the music that we grew up on, and for some reason, a lot of them got taken away from us at an early age, and no meaning behind it. Now think about this, because because this is one thing that I also thought about that. I don't think nobody really ever took the consideration to think about, but okay. hip hop is probably a little bit older than you. Just hip-hop, a little, a little bit. Hip hop is uh, it's. I think it's like fifty some years old. It's right, it's fifty. So I remember watching something and they were talking about it, and I'm like, wow, yeah, because I remember as a kid, you know, going to you know a church, church house, you know, Baptist. You know, my dad played church music on Sundays, cooked after he came back from church, whatever, whatnot. And I remember that Christmas, ah, gosh, when I got my first Transformer. So this is like probably, Jesus, 84, 85. Oh, just, um, just born. My sister's got the Sugar Hill Gang, the new Shaka Khan, and um, a Michael Jackson it's all album. R&B. Yeah. album. But you didn't hear it said Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill Gang. The ha, the ha. That's the first rap yeah. I've ever heard on record. And my dad almost lost his mind, but he listened to it and liked it because of the beat. And he was like, this is nothing but Southern stuff because he's from Macon, Georgia. Mm. You know, so it's like, and then he started talking about the culture of music then, you know, from down from the South. But still, music has evolved. Um, electronics equipment's kind of, kind of helped a lot of people in that situation. Right. But... Now, do you think that now, because even at 50-something years old, like, that's young. Do you feel like, because everybody says rap's a, a, a young man's game. No, it ain't. But do you feel like there's a space where all these other rappers that we were listening to or used to listening to, they have a room in there to, you know, influence people? Because, like, at the same time, I still like to listen to Jay-Z when he comes out. I still like to listen to Nas and, and everybody else when they come out. Oh, yeah. But they also offer a different perspective to where I understand. The other kids might not understand, but they got people for them. You know what I'm saying? The people for us, there's still a way they can still, you know, influence us and impact us and still have that same um, lyrical influence and everything. Okay. But I, I just feel like we don't give our goats the same respect as other people as far as the music goes because again uh you two the rolling stones everybody else they love them they sell out the thing they about the albums they everything they, think, nobody says nothing but here's the thing think about that for a second when you're in school you know growing up and you know youtube not youtube youtube i'm sorry youtube and like led zeppelin and all them they had t-shirts Merch. You saw little, they had merch. They had little white friends walking around. The shirt they was buying it. They was buying it. You see anybody walking around an L t-shirt on? You saw them walking around a Michael Jackson t-shirt on. A Prince t-shirt on. Oh, yeah. Um, a Madonna t-shirt on. But at that time, did you see anybody walking around with a Tupac shirt? At that time, you see me walking around uh, with a Tupac Tupac, yeah. Tupac, yeah. So think about that for a second. So it was all control. Culture control. Control. Come on now, like I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, me and Kelly, me, me and my wife, we watched the new Elvis movie on uh, Hulu. Oh man! And literally, no lie, probably sickening to watch. It, it was 
they it was sh- probably good, but like it was. They showed one. They showed a stuff. They sh- they made it a way where it's like they tried to say he grew up in a black poor neighborhood, and he you know had rhythm and took our music, and you know it was a sideshow technically. Fuck that but shit. If that but now you understand why James Brown. Now you understand why Ray Charles, Lil Richard, you know all of them that was on a Chickman circuit. They didn't like what he did because... They copied him, they, they and they were doing him. the same shit that they was Not, doing. They, I'm going to say copy. Elvis Presley, if you check back, Elvis Presley never wrote a song. He played everyone else's music. He never wrote a song. He played everyone else's music. He was a sideshow, and they realized it. They were the, the like black musicians back then were mad because... It, it was a circus, and then he went on, and it went from there. And, and, and he got the crowd, and right. But and at the same time, what, the, what black folks were mad about was because of the fact of he did his whole leg shake and shit and all that. And what happened? The government got involved because they didn't want the little white girls feeling feeling the vibe of a black man's presence, and that's what he did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Elvis Presley just wanted to be loved, but he got controlled. Right. He's the first person that you can sit here and say. Music control because all he wanted to do was play. He was he was he was a producer of money, and he got used. he got the money. Yeah, he got the money. He didn't get the money. He didn't have cash. That was controlled by his manager, but he had assets, and it just that's the first, from what I know, is that's the first time the outsiders messed up person for doing something they loved for money. And, it, of course, it continues to this day. But Elvis, to me, Elvis Presley, he was a fucking fraud. They say he's the king of rock and roll. They say he created rock and roll. Nigga, no, you fucking didn't. Little Richard and all the motherfuckers did that shit. You know what um, Pelican and me always told me? What? Elvis was a hero the most. But he never meant shit to me because he's straight up racist. The sucker was simple and plain. Man, fuck him man, John Wayne. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> you stop and think about it. Look what happened to Muhammad Ali. He changed his name and one day one when he got drafted. They put him in jail. Mm-hmm. Now he's a, he's a hero. But look what happened with Elvis Presley. He wasn't making any music, and for order for him to not go to jail for shaking his leg and wiggling on stage mm-hmm. in New York, when he decided to go against them and did it, and everybody fell out, the police took him. They the government gave him an offer: either you go to the military, or you go to jail. He went to the military. They said, you come out of the military, everything's fine for you. At least this is how the, this is how the movie went. He got out of the military and started doing fucking movies. They burned him out in a bunch of fucking movies where he could not act for shit. All he did was sing. And he didn't sing his own songs. He sang... The songs they were... No, he's, all the songs he sang were from black folk. He, I'm not saying the man never had a great voice. Right, 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 yeah. He didn't... Couldn't he, say he couldn't sing the songs good or nothing. No, not, it was, we're not he saying took none of other that. people's songs and put a country twang to it and his little and his and his monotone and did it. If someone did that to this day, they would get sued. Hard. And that's why some people were mad. But from everything that what Elvis Presley had, like the estates and all that shit, like Presley Land and all that, it, it, to me that's all controlled by someone higher than him. Okay, mm-hmm. like you don't. 
It's I be, and I believe it. And that's a whole another entity. Yeah, that's a whole another topic. You know what I'm whole saying? Another show that we will do. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I got enough uh music friends, they you know, they they could tell you. But yeah. But yeah, man. Anyways, fuck Elvis, you know what I'm saying? King king of fuck fucking him. shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck him. Nigga nigga the, the real king fucked his daughter. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So anywho. Back to the next topic. So, what you what you up to now, man? What you what you doing now? What's, what's... Um, I got injured at work. I got surgery. Um, nervous. Gotta get my neck fused, and then after that, it's done and slightly healed. I'm gonna have surgery on my lower back, so I'm gonna be out of condition, but I'll still be able to talk with you. Oh, so absolutely. Um, no, no. Today we're just enjoying sports, football. Yeah, today still the Steelers won. Uh, it was the. The first game of the season, Steelers versus uh, the Bengals. So if you've seen it and, and you know, you know, the Steelers won. And, uh, you know, we want to keep it that way. How would you feel about the game, though? Like, like because everybody is talking in preseason about, oh, you know, it's preseason. You know, we're look- we do look good, but it's preseason, blah, blah, blah. How would you feel about the total package of what we brought to today? It was a rest game, for one. Yes, I agree um, with that. Two... Our defense shows up, as always, as always. But at the same time, we didn't throw the ball deep enough. I don't, I mean, there was, yeah. I don't think there was a deep catch. And it was like a controlled game, but at the same time, there were no, I mean, honestly, to be truthful, if you really watch the game, Trubisky didn't have no time. He didn't have time. Our offensive line... Needs a lot of help. Mm-hmm. That boy had no time to sit back to look around, like his first option, second option, and go back to his fucking first. Trubisky, option. he he showed out to be a, a pretty good quarterback for us. He's always been a good quarterback. He just had he just had a bad team, a bad team, and four different offensive coordinators. How would you be a quarterback coming out of college and you know knowing that you're going to be good and go to the squad? But the thing about it, he represented when he's at Chicago mm-hmm. because they had nobody. He got them to the playoffs. Yeah, you know, and then his fifth year option. I don't think they want to take it. And then he 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 went to the Buffalo Bills and rode the bench and learned because the game changed because he's more of a like mobile quarterback. I don't say scrambling, but mobile quarterback, especially when he was at um, North Carolina. Yes, but like a lot of quarterbacks from back in the day, if they had a chance to play today, they would break a lot of records because the way the game evolved. They were just ahead of their time. And that's the thing about football. I don't know, because I feel like the best scrambling quarterback that the NFL's ever seen. Oh boy, I already know what you're saying. Michael Vick, man. Of course, but you know it was before that? Ooh, War Moon? No. Are you going to say uh, Steve, uh, Steve Young? No. Steve, Steve Young ran because he didn't get his neck broke. That's the reason why he had stopped playing football, because he fucked his neck up. And concussions. No. Everybody forgot about my man Randall. Randall Cunningham, Cunningham. yeah. Come on, man. That boy take off from motherfuckers and had a rubber band arm. Yeah. And was he he left-handed or right-handed? He was right-handed. And he was tall. I forgot about him, yeah. Everybody forget. No one talks about Randall Cunningham. Granted, this man's daughter is a huge athlete, you know, but he he quietly walked away. Right, yeah, he did. I think he got forced out of Minnesota because he, he was doing great in Minnesota, and then they got Dante Culpepper. And shit. Just a big. Just, dude, they had an offense to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, and they had Randy. Rod, and they, ran Chris. Rod, they had Rod Smith, and then he retired for no reason. 
Don't know why Rob. I don't know why Rob Smith retired from. Um, he played Ohio State. I don't know why he retired. He he just wants to stop playing now. He I don't even know if he does um, sportcast anymore. I have mm-hmm. no idea. But my whole life is like football because it helps me. Um, but other than that, I I play video games here and there. Yeah. Um, I love classic rock. Um, I love me music too. where it comes to beat. Anything you can work with. But me, bro, I, I am who I am. Um, it took a long time to find out who the fuck I was. And once I found out, my life my life kind of turned out to be the way it is now. Easier? Because you can accept, like, oh, this is this is just who I am. This is who I am. Like, this is who I am. I don't have to... My one moment was always saying was this. Life is hard already. So make your life as simple. Not easy. You don't want to cheat. Make your life as simple, simple as possible. Because you're going to go through bullshit. And it's going to happen. When you, I mean, you're always going to walk into bullshit. You're going to talk to bullshit. But the best thing ever... Be is, yourself in the process. Sometimes we can't beat ourselves with everybody because of the fact of... They don't want them to take advantage of them or they don't want them to understand everything they go through. But what I'm going to say is the fact of speaking direct to someone. They will always be mad at you, but they'll respect you. You'll hurt their feelings, but you don't have to be derogatory towards them. But speak directly to a person and life will be so much easier. It won't be, it's not like it's not going to be hard. I'm never saying that. But if people spoke to each other today direct. Should be so much easier instead of, instead of like, well, I thought you, th- I, I assumed you did, or I thought you knew. No, I no. didn't say that. But, bro, like, and then it's assumption. And what they say about assumptions, when they got ass out of me and you. Then, then you 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 have a you have a fake beef or some type of beef over assuming or thinking that oh this is oh you want to be like no this this really this ain't really like that <laughs> really going on. But the other thing you start to think about is this. You ever have one of the moments when you argue with a motherfucker through text messages? How the fuck you do that? I've done that. I hate that. I, I've done that. I, I hate it. And I, I, and I, and I, I'm, I'll be mad at myself for it because it's like... You can't stop yourself. Not only that, it's... it's you can't stop it. You kind of have to be like, okay, enough is enough. Because you, have, you also have to be, you know, have a sound mind, a frame, and everything. Let me see what they mean before mm-hmm. I dumb out. Because I may be wrong. I could be wrong. It's not wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, they could be wrong. They, It could be taken wrong, and it really ain't even like that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That's why, like, text message shit, I get it. But I also like to... I like to see where people's at. You know what I'm saying? Because you I don't want to take... The, I want to hear the voice behind the words. Right. Because, yo, but you think... I'm thinking in your... That has nothing to, That might have not have nothing to do with me. Right. How, how you think I'm saying something or thinking I'm... Some motherfuckers is like this, you know. But you just know certain motherfuckers. Though. That's the that's the bad part. You know certain motherfuckers, but it's like I could be wrong. But the worst part of all though is when, come on, bro. When you're t- when you're trying to have a like a text conversation, literally is a let's say probably a two minute voice conversation, and a text can go on for twenty minutes, minutes. and all the words you then text. Nigga, you could have said that and blah, blah, blah. Right. And the worst is, oh, I can't talk right now, but you can text me. You Like, that. that's another thing. Right? I get that, too. I mean, I get that in a way. How the fuck can you text me, but you can't talk? I, I but, but I get that because there's times where I'm not. Some I, shit don't need to be text. 
It ain't got to be about drugs. Right. Certain but shit don't need to be touched because w- certain words comes with a re- another reaction, reaction, and reaction and then, feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, uh, uh, and that's why I always... I got that's you. That's why you always say, oh, this nigga's about to call me. Yeah, because uh, I can't... Uh, I, I get it. I understand it. I understand it. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But honestly, I want to watch some football. You but, know, I do too. And you know? hopefully, hopefully, you know, we can definitely get together and we do some of our own episodes. Well, I, actually, um, I'm glad that you're here because I, I think... You have a lot of insight on a one episode that I would like to get into, which I, I do every season, except for the last season I just passed. But I do a sex and relationship episode, you know, and I would love for, for you to be on there because uh, you have a lot of insight on that. I so <laughs> I, 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 I would like to, you know, have you on that. So you're definitely going to be a part of that. I got to get that set up. But, um, you know, I just wanted to have you on here have somebody on here and i actually want to let people know what's going on and um why i'm kind of late bringing this episode on but you know trying to get things together and trying to make sure it's perfect even though the shit that i planned out didn't happen perfect the way i wanted to it's all good you know what i mean it's uh, it's, it's yeah it, it happened for a reason everything's all all good you know what i'm saying Shout out to everybody that's been a part of Everything Under the Sun. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Um, shout out to everybody that supports us. That's going to listen to this. Um, also, I do want to say one thing, man. And for those of you that are listening and know, please open your ears because y'all know. There's a there's a man out there. I happen to run into him. Thank, thanks. Shout out to my cousin, Jason Young. Shout out to my cousin, Scotty. Hankins, there's a man out there, his name's Jigaboo Jones, Nipsey Tyrone Washington, I happened to talk to my man a couple days ago, gave me the email, everything, and uh, I've got to get up with him, and we're going to set something up, and this is going to be very monumental, if you don't know about Jigaboo Jones, go on YouTube and look him up, a lot of his videos that was on there got taken down, but there's some up there that lets you know what time it is, and this ain't no on no clout chasing shit, because when these videos was up, Clout chasing and all that type of shit wasn't even a thing. All the social media shit wasn't even a thing back when he was putting his shit up on YouTube. YouTube just started when he was putting all his shit up on there. And if you know, you know. Again, this nigga was doing real shit and showing you how to do it and letting you know. He left some shit up there. But he also dubs himself as the number one nigger in America. Marinate on that. But I got him ready to get on. I want to say thank you to my man, Vincent Savior, for being on here. We're going to have him on here again. And thank you for tuning in. This is season, this is, uh, season six, episode one. This is your boy, Ferro Mo. Shout out to Kelly Kel, Aaron Oz. Salute. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody else that supports us. Thank you. And uh, good night.